So the New York Times changes a headline after calling Bin Laden a devoted family man. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis completely roast Joe Biden. And Atlantic Magazine billionaire owner says that unvaccinated Americans should be put on the no-fly list. And she owns two private jets. We're going to get into all this and more in just one second, but please drop the video like, subscribe to the notifications on new video every single uh, every single day. Uh, we're trying to get that out there. So um, if you do support my show, click all the buttons, share, like, subscribe, uh, listen to the flip of the show, the Joey Sal, the intro, and all the podcast apps. Rate five stars. The left always tries to one star bombard me there. Um, and the show is completely fun and supported by you guys. So please become a Patreon. I'll give you a call to say thank you. Let's get right into this. So New York Times changes a headline that called Bin Laden a devoted family man after outcry. It's no wonder why so many Americans are disillusioned with our media, says a U.S. Army veteran, Wesley Hunt. So they initially ran a headline that basically called him a devoted family man. Um, Dan Crenshaw says nothing screams family man like using your multiple wives as a human shield. So they then changed the article to a fuller picture of Osama bin Laden's life. Um, it seems like that the mainstream media, um, time and time again, has treated terrorists better than they have treated Trump. New York Times has updated its headline of a book review that referred to Al-Qaeda founder Osama bin Laden as a devoted family man following a swift backlash, including from the man who killed the terrorist leader. Louise Richard's review of Peter Brezhi books, whatever, the, fall, the rise and fall of Osama bin Laden, uh, which focused partly on his personal life, was originally titled Osama bin Laden, the Fantastic, Fanatical Terrorist and the Devoted Family Man. The headline was later changed to a fuller picture of Osama bin Laden's life. The review was published over a month out of the 20th anniversary of 9-11 attacks. Uh, Robert O'Neill, the former U.S. Navy SEAL who fatally shot bin Laden in 2011, was among those who condemned the Times for the description. Family man, he used his wife as a human shield. O'Neill reacted, luckily for me, he was, <laughs> he was taller than her. Nothing screams family man like using your multiple wives as a human shield, Dan Crenshaw said. Once um, Wesley Hunt said, Once considered the paper of records, the New York Times now runs editorials describing the monster responsible for killing thousands of New Yorkers as a devoted family man. It's no wonder why so many Americans are disillusioned with our media. New York Times, you got to be kidding me with this title, devoted family man. This is what some random person said on Twitter. You're so woke you can't. Even refer to a terrorist who used who used multiple his his multiple wives as a human shield as a bad person. Uh, someone else tweeted the article encapsulates perfectly everything wrong with the New York Times. They are more critical of the United States than they are of mass murdering terrorists. Once again, they prove why the paper is all the news that's fit to line a birdcage. <laughs> Um, nothing about this man was a devoted family man, Jones said. It was 100% devoted to selfishness because they were murdering people. Jones said he couldn't understand why the article like this would be written in the first place except to be a provocateur to get people talking. He added the only headline he needs to see is Osama bin Laden dead terrorist. And, and that's what I was thinking. A partial, part of me was thinking, are, are they purposely doing this to get us whipped up into a frenzy, to get us sharing the article, get us clicking? Is one of the oldest, are they the oldest newspaper? Whatever they are. Uh, let me see how old the New York Times, how old, old is. 
I mean, are they going to destroy the credibility? Uh, it's 1851. Are they going to destroy an article that was started in 1851? Are they going to destroy the credibility for some clickbait articles? It seems pro most likely because it's either that or they're probably going to go completely out of business. Uh, the headline decision in to mind the Washington Post referring to Islamic State leader Osama, you know, that, that other guy, that Bugardi, whatever his name is, as an austere, austere religious scholar in the 2019 obituary of him, the headline initially read, uh, Bugardi, austere religious scholar at the helm of Islamic State, dies at 48, before the words were swamped out, uh, swapped out for extremist leader Islamic State. And it's so funny how the left tries to paint Trump and tries to paint Republicans as anti-American because maybe we're happy to see un-American social justice warrior Olympians lose. I'm happy for that. I, I want our winners in the Olympics to be good representations of America. And if they lose, I'm happy. If one wins that loves America, respects America, I am 10 times more happy because America has a win and America has good representation. I don't like to see blue-haired, purple-haired feminists, they, they probably have purple vagina hairs as well, come out and talk about, sit for the national anthem on the, on the world stage. Not a good look. I want you to lose. I want you to fail miserably. I want to laugh at you. I'd rather be rooting for the other team because you suck. You suck as a human being. You suck as a representation of this country. Even if you're a leftist and you're still coming and you, and you go out there standing for the flag and at least show respect for the flag, I'll root for you. I don't care if you support socialism. As long as you, you show respect for the country and you represent the country properly on the world stage. But the left wants to make us out to be anti-American. Meanwhile, their news in the media is running headlines just like this. Why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Thank you. So that was DeSantis calling out Biden. He said, you don't, uh, why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Thank you. Um, so uh, I, I want to show one more article. DeSantis, he was basically he was he's been saying that um, he said every COVID variant on this planet is coming through his open border. Biden lectures Americans on COVID restrictions while letting largely unvetted migrants disperse across the country. The governor says. Now I agree with him on that, but I do want to see the eventually the science that proves that. Uh, but what one thing that we we have started to notice is any type of variant or any type of initial massive outbreak is coming from overseas first. So South Korea on alert for new Delta plus COVID-19 variant. Um, even COVID came from Asia. And it's, it's not hard to think that maybe international travel of it spring around going to poorer countries first. That's where they get hit harder. They get hit harder in poorer countries because they don't have access to the medical resources. They don't have access to the hygiene. They don't have access to the nutrition that we have in the first world. So diseases run rampant there. And then people just go start hopping and crossing the border coming to America. And there's no problem with that. The left, you, you don't find a problem with that. You want to make COVID out to be the doomsday? Why don't you get the border secured? So this way, we don't have rampant viruses running through this country of new variants of it. 
eventually, in my personal opinion, you're going to have to deal with the variants one way or another because, hey, we're, we live in a world of massive international trade, international travel. I mean, it's going to get around eventually. But still, um, let's read what else. So DeSantis blames COVID-19 surge on immigrants as Florida pediatric cases soar, hospitals fill up. Now, the left was making a bunch of posts saying, like, Florida's over here, the border's over here. Yeah, like, you, you can't travel. Like, there's, there's no such thing as travel. Like, there's no such thing as people going into Texas, getting people in Texas sick, and then those people in Texas go to Florida and travel and it spreads. Like, that doesn't exist. There, there are illegal immigrants all the way in New York City. Okay, Mexican illegal immigrants all the way in New York City. That is a long trip. Um, and trending on Twitter is as a Floridian, and it's all the leftists who hate living in communist freedom, uh, Florida. There's some pretty stiff competition from Greg Abbott in Texas. But yeah, as a Floridian, I think DeSantis is making a strong run in the race to the bottom. Um. Um, you're, I guess you're, are you, you're welcome. Do you have a job? You're welcome for your booming economy. What else, what else should you be thankful for that, uh, DeSantis, uh, let you be free? Um, you want, you want to be thankful that you're not locked in your house because you can voluntarily lock yourself in your house. Shout out to all the, uh, the vaccinated and mask wearing people that must be mentally exhausted as a Floridian blue dot. As a Floridian, I urge everyone uh, you know, to support Nikki Freed uh, uh, for our governor. I'm sick and tired of Ron DeSantis leading our people into a COVID slaughter. How about you uh, exercise your freedoms? How about you exercise? Are you worried about a COVID slaughter? You can stay home inside. Are your peers worried about a COVID slaughter? You make the precautions. You wear the mask. You get vaccinated. But no, no, no. Listen, if, if other Republicans are dying due to their own free will choices, I'm sorry, that, that's on them. If Democrats are dying due to their own free will choices, uh, that, that's on them. A, a, a rep, Anna from Florida, she elected to serve Florida HD 47. She, her. As a Floridian, I want a new governor who will prioritize public health, not his own political agenda. If, listen... If Florida was to elect a Democrat governor, that place would instantly, if it was a stock, it would instantly drop by 33% overnight. It will drop by a third. If Florida was a stock in the stock market, it will drop by a third overnight. People will be dumping that shit. New York City, um, I guess, New York City migrants, people people leaving New York City, um, I'll call them refugees, uh, socialist refugees in America, will no longer pick Florida as their destination. They will all start picking mostly Texas. Texas will be booming. I would buy I would buy Texas stock. And almost instantly, they would probably start implementing some very harsh and very strict lockdowns almost instantly. And hey, I wouldn't want to mess with Floridians. They'll probably, if I had to guess, if there was any state that I would guess would try to overthrow the governor, it would be Florida. And probably Texas as well. Because think about it. You have a bunch of freedom-loving patriots just 
all over Florida. People who are just so dedicated and love the cause. They're out partying all the time, having fun, enjoying life. Business is booming. They're selling houses left and right. There, people are coming. Just more like it, it's it's a, it's a paradise right now for freedom. And if a Democrat governor comes in and says we're going to do lockdowns, we're going to force you to do this, force you to do that, though you know what? Those people won't comply. I can actually see those towns and those cities actually just saying, you know what, nah, we're not going to comply. We're, we're just we're just not going to do it. And then, you know, they always got to try to bring the hammer down. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And the problem is that uh, the government has ac- access to your, your, all your credit, all your bank accounts, all your taxes. They have, they have too much power over you where if you defy them, they can just like click a switch and just take all the money out of your account and you're broke. That's why I, I support eventual future for cryptocurrency. But we'll save that for another Another time. As a Floridian, I can say we have officially found the new Florida man, Ron Death Santis, killing Florida with his stupidity. So this is what they said. They, they, I got I found the thing where where they where like they're like um, um trying to because when when DeSantis said that every COVID variant in the planet is coming through the open border, um they they're showing like well here is our border and this is where COVID is in Florida. Like, there's no such thing as trial. People who are crossing this border here, okay, people who are crossing our southern border, many of them have traveled probably 10x the distance from that border to Florida in order to get to that border. So doing that travel over there or having things spread from there, look, there's even a bigger, it's even bigger in in, uh, Louisiana, this heat signature map is even bigger in Louisiana. So, I mean, that's even closer to the border. I don't know. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying whatever the, these lines that they're putting on a map don't really say anything. Um, COVID-19 employee of the month. And this is why they need to dwell on COVID for so long, because they want Florida to flip. They want to be able to keep Gavin Newsom as governor in California. And the only way that they can do that is use COVID as their tool, as their weapon of choice. Everything in Florida is going amazing. So how are you going to try to Knock them down. Oh, 100 people died from COVID in Florida. That's it. Out of a population of what, like 30, 40 million? Let me see Florida populates. Florida population. So people people are uh, 21 million people. So it might be even higher than that because that was as 2019. It's probably way higher now. What is the Florida population in 2020? Um, it's about the same. But I bet now there's probably another million people if I had to guess just from all the people moving. But that's that's the only way that they could really beat up on DeSantis is use this COVID thing as a tool, even though it's so it's so nonsensical. It's honestly it's a nothing burger because people having their free will, their free choice to make their own decisions. It's either you're gonna you're gonna put yourself at risk and you're and you're not scared, or you are scared and you're gonna take the proper precautions. Do do your own thing. Like the left. Democrats think that people are too stupid to make up their mind. They don't believe in the free market and how things work. Listen, if there's a if there's a surge of COVID in um, in Florida, I guarantee you, right now there is more p- people wearing masks today in Florida than there were yesterday. Why? Because there are people out there, older people, even maybe some younger people, maybe even Democrats who got a little lenient because they got the vaccine and now they're not wearing masks anymore. Oh wait, you know what? Hey, more people are getting sick here. The free market of, of ideas, the free, um, 
the free will of the people to fix problems and come up with solutions through just doing them. Or most some people are deciding, you know what, let me take let me let me rinse my hands an extra time. Let me put my mask on before going to the store. Oh my grandma grandma's old. Hey grandma, let's wait another month before I see you again. You know, stay indoors. I'll drop food off for you at your place or whatever. Um, you know, there's a little bit of a surge. Let's wait for it to die down. There are people having those conversations. There are people doing that. People people take it upon themselves to eventually make the the right choices. But where those right choices are never made is when the government is mandating and forcing you to take a vaccine, a highly questionable vaccine. It's not like a vaccine that's been around for decades that we can trust. Like, oh, I'm this, you know, your kids get some vaccines when they're little. Honestly, I'll trust those more, way more, than these current vaccines. Because, hey, they've been around for a while. There's long-term studies. We can, we can talk around, make an informed decision, a proper informed decision, and go through with a decision that, that best suits you and your family and, and you personally. Problem is, when there's a new vaccine, a new thing coming out, when Democrats less than a year ago were saying, I'm not taking the vaccine, I'm not trusting the vaccine from the federal government, as soon as Biden comes in office, all of a sudden the vaccine drops the day after the frickin' election, and then all of a sudden Democrats are like, get the vaccine, get the, don't even question, just go through the drive-thru, get the vaccine. They never, you never hear them say consult with a doctor. You never hear them say make the decision that's right for you. Everyone, if, if you live in New York City, you need to get the vaccine in order to do anything. Anything. You want to do anything, you want to go to the gym for your health, you need to get this vaccine. But what if, what if their doctor says, you know what, maybe you shouldn't? What if the doctor's like, you know what, you, you have an, a pre-existing illness, um, you have a heart problem, you have this, that, one, and other thing. You should be fine from COVID, but, you know, this vaccine's, uh, we don't know much about it. Uh, maybe, maybe you shouldn't take it. Are they going to be exiled from society? If, what if you have a religious exemptment and, and your religion forbids you from doing such? And the people on the left, I mean, and then we, we don't need, that's not even questioning and getting to the, to the, to the, to the nitty gritty of whether that COVID is severe enough to even warrant the public to be forced into doing things like this. We're point, uh, less than a percent death rate. If you want to go based on the numbers of people who tested positive, you're looking at 2%. If you want to look into the real numbers on how many people actually got sick that didn't get tested. I, get, I didn't get tested. I got sick. Well, how do I know? Because I lost my smell. I never lost my smell before from the flu. It was clearly COVID. I was, I was dead sick for like a, a week. Came out fine. Didn't get tested. I don't show on the data. People who have it less severe are less likely to show on the data. So one could make a scientific inference, is that, I think that's what it is, to assume that the death rate is probably well under 1%. It's probably slightly, probably a little bit worse than the flu. And the left would always say, more, more deaths from, from COVID than deaths in any American war combined, blah, blah, blah. Now do the flu. Can, can, you, can you use do that same thing you just did, but remove COVID and put common cold and flu? Can you, can you do that? Because it holds true. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Pe- people, more people died from this than that. Doesn't, does not warrant for 300-something million people to be forced a jab in their arm from an experimental vaccine for a virus that has less than a percent death rate. It does not warrant that. 
you know what? If this virus had a 50% or a 25% death rate, you wouldn't even need to mandate a vaccine. People would just be getting it. You know what? If there was a virus with a quite literal 25% death rate, I would honestly, I wouldn't even question it. I would just go, I mean, obviously I would question it. I would probably immediately do a bunch of, bunch of uh, you know, I'll probably lock myself in my house for a little bit, do a lot of research, see what's going on, make an informed decision, and it would probably lean more towards yes. I'd probably be like, you know what? If I get sick, there's an actual real 25% chance I'm going to die. You know what? I might take my chance with this quick vaccine. I might take my chance. I think my chances will be better with that vaccine than with COVID. But the death rate of COVID is so insanely low, the real death rate. It does not warrant people to take that risk, and it definitely does not warrant any the government to, to make those decisions. A former Obama official calls for unvaccinated to be put on the no-fly list. We all know that uh, JetBlue, Delta, United Airlines, if, if the government acts to them, they will completely comply with this. Former Assistant Secretary of Homeland Security, Juliet Kelly, uh, wrote that flying is not a right. A former ob- <laughs> Flying is not a right. But you know what is a right? Not having the government force a jab in your arm. Okay. <sighs> a former Obama official, uh, administration official, is calling for the for a federal no-fly list for Americans who are not vaccinated against coronavirus. The White House has rejected a nationwide vaccine mandate, a sweeping suggest, uh, suggestion that the Biden administration administration could not easily enact it if it wanted to. But a no-fly list for unvaccinated adults is an obvious step that the federal government would uh, should take. Former Assistant Secretary of Homeland Security, you know what? They probably won't go through with this unless they promise the airlines like billions of dollars in cash for their lost business. And a piece originally titled Unvaccinated Pe- Also, why didn't you, you do this uh, a year ago when the thing was surging? In, additional, in a piece uh, originally titled Unvaccinated People Belong on the No-Fly List and then updated it to say unvaccinated people need to bear the burden. Came argued that existing TSA regulations already set the precedent that rules can be enforced to determine who flies. When you go to an airport, you see two kinds of security rules. Some apply equally to everyone. No one can carry weapons through the TSA checkpoint, but other protocols divide passengers into categories according to how much of a threat the government thinks they pose. If you submit heightened security uh, scrutiny, uh, in advance, TSA pre-check lets you go through the security without taking off your shoes. A no-fly list keeps certain people off the plane entirely. Not everyone poses an equal threat. Uh, rifling through the bag, the bags of every business traveler and patting down every preschooler and uh, whatever could waste TSA's time and needlessly burden many passengers. So you support, uh, I guess... <laughs> Uh, discrimination against people you support how 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 they choose people would it, would it be based off of what country is they're from <laughs> i could i i think i remember when uh trump banned um used the obama list which was under her administration which she was a part of they used that obama list to ban travel from certain high terrorist countries you remember that maybe she helped write that list <laughs> we're gonna call her uh, a racist, anti-Muslim now. KM says that the same principle justifies limiting the spread of co- uh, coronavirus by preventing the unvaccinated from fly- flying. Flying is not a right, she explains. The federal government is the sole entity that can regulate the terms and conditions of airline safety. Uh, she added that requiring passengers to show proof of vaccination would be a minor inconvenience. But what about all the minorities out there who can't get an ID? 
They're not even flying. They're not even allowed to go to the airports because they don't have an ID. Why don't we fix that problem first? With the privilege of flying, Americans already, I mean, it's not even a privilege anymore. It's almost like an, it's almost a necessity for people to fly. Americans already give up a lot. We disclose our personal information, toss out waters, extinguish our cigarette butts, and lock our guns in checked luggage. I mean, I mean honestly, that's, that's not even really sacrificing. It's not really giving up a lot, tossing out your, your water bottles, disclosing personal information like your freaking ID card, extinguishing cigarette butts. You shouldn't, even be, you're not, you shouldn't even be smoking inside to begin with. Oh, you're giving up so much. You need to take your, you gotta extinguish your cigarettes before getting on a plane. And lock our guns and checked luggage. I mean, that is completely reasonable. Let's let's be real here. For vaccinated people, having to show proof of vaccination when flying could be a minor inconvenience, she wrote. So she's comparing this inconvenience to tossing out water bottles and extinguishing cigarette butts. Okay. Okay. Get getting the jet. Putting your putting your body on the line. The article comes as the Biden administration has increased pressures on states and businesses to require proof of vaccination for employees, also while pushing a vaccine mandate for federal workers. This week, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is expected to announce that all active duty military personnel must be vaccinated against the coronavirus. I think what they're trying to do here with this is, is, is demanding uh, that active duty military personnel must be vaccinated. That's probably their way of weaning out the patriots out of the military. Uh, who know, I don't know how what kind of effect that's going to have if people are going to leave the armed forces because of it. Don't know what's going to happen there, um, or if because they're in the military, they maybe they're like you know I got to do it. I got to do it. The country's giving me orders. Uh, I don't know. I'm very curious to see how that's going to how that's going to play out. President Biden has also referred to getting vaccinated as a patriotic duty, as many Republicans object the idea of a vaccinate, vaccine mandated by the government. Listen, it is patriotic. For America, the land of the free, home of the brave, the country that has literally been created by overthrowing a tyrannical government controlled by a king and queen. It is patriotic. <laughs> it's patriotic for that country to listen to the government and get their vaccines that has been mandated by their socialist government through force of government. That's, that's, that, I'm sorry. Maybe that's patriotic for you. Maybe that's patriotic in Canada. Oh, Canada, home of the queen and king, whatever. Maybe that's patriotic for them. It's not patriotic for America. It's a found, the founding principles literally forbid that. But hey, leftists will be leftists. Officials in New York City recently announced that both workers and customers in many indoor locations, such as restaurants and gyms, will be required to show proof of vaccination. I'm hoping that backfires because um, minorities... Well, I say Hispanics and black people in New York City are under the average when it comes to the vaccination. Um, so I'm hoping that completely uh, backfires on them and results in red pilling them. But we'll see. Um, and then this was posted by that, that article was posted by the Atlantic magazine billionaire owner. She's the one that owns the, owns it. Um, and the owner of that magazine is a billionaire who's a widow of Steve Jobs, it's probably how she got her money, let's just be real here, publishes that unvaccinated should be put on the no-fly list, and she owns two private jets. See, that's the thing. The people at the top, let's be real, they're not getting the vaccine. They, they live in a way where they can bypass 
all the stuff that we can't bypass. So it has no bearing and no effect on them. They're rich. They'll always be rich. They don't need to follow the, the rules that we need to follow. So it's very easy for them to put the hand of the fist, uh, the fist of the government down on all of us, to institute their will on all of us. It's a lot easier for them because they don't get none of the bad side effects of such. They don't need to think about it. They don't need to be like, hmm, I, the whole do unto others as you want done to you. They don't need any to think about that. They don't need to think to themselves, well, I don't want the vaccine. I'm not going to get it. Maybe I shouldn't be pushing for people to get the vaccine because I, I don't want it. I, mean, you know, I don't need to get it because I live a life of luxury and privilege. I don't need to get it, but you know, I'm going to force everybody else to get it. I'm, I'm going to push that agenda. And then all the little, the little leftist Democrat voters out there on the Internet who think they're fighting against the resistance or just blindly listen to the big major trillion-dollar corporations and the government blindly do as they say do as they say the resistance they're resistance fighters anyway guys thank you for watching please have a like subscribe to impulsifications on new video single day go listen to the flips of the show the joey saladino show on all the podcast apps go listen there um the show is completely funded and supported by you guys so please become a patreon patreon.com slash joey salads if you become a patron i'll give you a call to say thank you also if you're on youtube or on facebook you can now become like channel members and supporters there as well. I'm going to be reaching out to you guys personally once I can figure out how to find the lists. And I'll be reaching out to you guys personally and also giving you guys a call uh, if, you, if you, you know, subscribe there. Because basically, I'm basically saying if you give me cash, I give you a call to say thank you. Helps fund the show, helps keep me going. Thank you so much for watching. Peace out.